my dear listeners, and welcome to Counter Melody. It is I, your host, Daniel Gundlach. And as always, I'm committed to bringing you the voices of beloved singers, often focusing on unexpected facets of their artistry. You will also be hearing less celebrated but equally treasurable artists who deserve our attention and respect. I'm honored to have you join me on this ongoing mutual journey of discovery. And now, without any further ado, let's get down to today's business. Great singers and great singing. Odetta. I hope that you've heard of her before, but it's possible that you haven't. From the beginnings of her professional career in the early 50s through her death in 2008, she was a powerful force speaking out against racism and singing for empowerment. Her repertoire ranged from folk music to the blues to gospel music but it also embraced, as we shall see, soulful pop and jazz. She also, on occasion, wrote her own songs, such as the one that we just heard, Hit or Miss. I Got to Be Me, Hit or Miss, which I think is a wonderful credo for this artist. For a good part of her career, she stood outside of the mainstream, and yet the cultural influence that she exerted in the United States was extraordinary. Such artists as Harry Belafonte, Bob Dylan, Carly Simon, Maya Angelou, all were significantly impacted by her voice, artistry, and repertoire. She herself was influenced by Lead Belly, Paul Robeson, Woody Guthrie, and Pete Seeger and was an important figure in the civil rights movement in the 1960s. 
Her legacy has been perpetuated by such present-day artists as Tracy Chapman, Toshi Regan, and Rhiannon Giddens, who, by the way, is an opera fan and has a fabulous podcast that is much, much, much more successful than mine, but which I still listen to and enjoy enormously. Her repertoire consisted of folk songs in the broadest sense of the word. These included work songs, prison songs, protest songs, spirituals, gospel music, among many other genres. On the day that I'm recording this, the 19th of June, 2021, the United States is observing the first official incidence of Juneteenth as a national holiday. Yes, it's far too late in coming, and I fear that this gesture is mainly a symbolic one, albeit an all-important one. There is no artist more deserving of recognition and celebration on such an historic occasion as this than Odetta. I always knew her. I must have seen her on television when I was growing up, though I don't remember my first exposure to her. I most certainly remember the impact that her voice, presence, and passionate delivery had on me. Odetta Holmes was born to Reuben Holmes and his younger wife, Flora Sanders Holmes, on the last day of 1930 in Birmingham, Alabama. This was an arranged marriage on the part of Odetta's mother's parents. Reuben Holmes was a widower with a two-year-old toddler, and he worked with Odetta's maternal grandfather at the steelworks in Birmingham. It was clear from the outset that this was not a good match, and while Odetta's mother was still pregnant with her, she escaped from the marriage in which she was being kept under virtual lock and key and returned to her family. Eventually, she met a much more compatible partner named Zadok Phileas, and the two of them were married shortly after the birth of Odetta's half-sister, Jimmy Lee. Odetta's stepfather was suffering from black lung and TB for many years spent working in coal mines and the steel mills. When Odetta was six years old, her family relocated to Los Angeles for the better health conditions for her stepfather. Speaking of better conditions, the living conditions for African Americans were somewhat better, but the color lines were still very, very clearly drawn. This was something that Odetta was made aware of when they boarded the train to go to L.A., where they were told that they were not allowed in the car for only white passengers. Even as a very young child, Odetta was, how shall we put it, a person of size, and she remained so throughout her entire life. But being told that she was fat that she was ugly, and that she did not have access to things that white people did was a source of enormous conflict for the young woman. She became withdrawn, suspicious, and deeply, deeply angry. In a 2007 interview with the New York Times, she stated, Society's foot 
is on your throat. Every which way you turn, you can't get out from under that foot. A few significant friendships lightened her burden somewhat, as did the presence of music, to which she was introduced by both her mother, with whom she would listen to the Met Opera broadcasts on the radio, and her father, who took her to clubs where she was exposed to artists like Duke Ellington, Count Basie, and Nat King Cole. Eventually, Odetta began singing in the church choir of a very progressive church, and the politics of the minister there strongly influenced her own politics. Shortly after Odetta's 14th birthday, her stepfather died of tuberculosis. Somehow, her mother held the small family together. One of her jobs was working part-time doing custodial work for a puppet theater called the Turnabout Theater that in its day was very famous. It was founded by three gay graduates of Yale who specialized in doing impressions of celebrities with puppets. One of the three founders of the company, Harry Burnett, underwrote Odetta's voice study. Upon graduation from high school, she attended the L.A. Community College, where she continued to study voice. After one year there, she became involved with a summer stock production of Burton Lane and Yip Harburg's Finian's Rainbow. While she was on tour with that production, she learned how to play the guitar, and she became exposed to much of the folk music that became her core repertoire. Upon returning from her stint on the road with Finian's Rainbow, Harry Burnett hired her to work as a vocalist at the Turnabout Theater. In the fall of 1952, Odetta attended a so-called hootenanny party outside of Los Angeles. There were some very important people there, including Woody Guthrie and Pete Seeger. She sat quietly apart from the rest of the group, but eventually was coerced into singing. And she sang the song, Take This Hammer, a chain gang song first made famous by Lead Belly. If he asks you, those are rolling. If he asks you, those are rolling. If he asks you,
Pete Seeger was blown away and intervened in helping the singer, who quickly became established on the folk music performing circuit, which was just then in its very early days. Her first recording appeared in the year 1954, under the title Odetta and Larry Moore, Live at the Tin Angel, which was a club in San Francisco where she had established a powerful performing presence. From that record, we're going to hear Odetta and Larry Moore in the song Old Cotton Fields at Home. I was over in Arkansas and a paper would ask me what to come here began performing in more clubs in California and also in Chicago. It's interesting that Odetta both influenced and was influenced by a number of artists. One such relationship was with Harry Belafonte, who was just on the cusp of his enormous superstardom. When he was offered a TV special on CBS called Tonight with Belafonte that was sponsored by Revlon, he was given complete creative control and he insisted that Odetta be prominently featured. Remember that this was a time when it was simply not allowed even for persons of different races to touch on network television. Many of the numbers on variety shows and the like featuring black artists would be cut out for the southern market. So when Odetta appeared on the 10th of December 1959, singing Waterboy, a work song popularized years before by Paul Robeson, she set the nation on its ear.
Seeger and Woody Guthrie both have been very important figures in the early days of the folk music movement, but it was people like Odetta and Harry Belafonte that became the first superstars on the folk music scene, long before the arrival of people like Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Those figures all went on to become even bigger stars than Odetta herself. But in fact, it was she who was at the forefront before any of those other people appeared on the scene. I have so many Odetta songs that I want to play for you today, and as I mentioned, I have trimmed many of them down so that you can hear, at the very least, a refrain of some of her most memorable songs. 
People often compare Odetta's voice to that of Marian Anderson, and it certainly was a voice of comparable quality. And yet, artistically, I don't think the two had very much in common at all. I find with her full-throttle approach to the music, she's much more comparable to an artist like Shirley Verrett, who my listeners know is one of my very favorite singers of all time. And I often hear a similar vocal quality to Shirley Verrett's in Odetta's voice. Odetta's incipient rage over the situation that African Americans faced in the United States informed her artistic persona, and she often would grab these songs by the throat. This song, called Timber, is an example of that. It's from her third album called At the Gate of Horn. The Gate of Horn was a Chicago club at which Odetta was increasingly featured, though the album itself was not recorded at the Gate of Horn, but rather in New York. Boss hit Jerry and it made him jump. Jerry running kicked that boss in the rumper. Now my old Jerry is a good old mule. Out of him, me, I would kill that fool. was also capable of a linguistic dexterity that would put the most silver-tongued rapper to shame. Here's an example of that. From her second album, Odetta sings ballads and blues, God's Gonna Cut You Down. Stop, God Almighty, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dews. Now I've been down on my bended knees, talking to the man from Galilee. My God spoke, spoke so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He put one hand on my head. Great God Almighty, let me tell you what he said. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go tell that midnight rider. Tell the gambler I'm a backbiter. Tell him God Almighty's gonna cut him down. You may throw a rock, hide your hand. Working in the dark against your fellow man But sure as God made the day and the night What you do in the dark would be brought to light You may run and hide, slip and slide Try to take the moat from your neighbor's eyes But sure as there is the rich and the poor You're gonna reap, my brother, just what you sow You may run home for a long time Run home for a long time You may run home for a long time I Let me tell you, God Almighty's gonna cut you down Some people go to church just to signify Try to make a date with his neighbor's wife But neighbor, let me tell you just 
just as sure as you're born, you better leave that woman, yes, and leave her alone. Because one of these days, she just marked my word, you'll think the brother has gone to work. Or you walk up, a knock on the door, that's all, brother, you'll knock no more. Go tell that long-tongued liar, go tell that midnight rider, tell the gambler, ambler, backbiter, tell them God Almighty's gonna come down. But she was just as capable of bringing an elegiac quality to her sound that could simply break your heart. I have two short examples to play for you. One is the traditional song, Buked and Scorned. portion of a tragic folk ballad called Deep Blue Sea, a song which remained in her repertoire over the course of her entire career. Often the songs that Odetta sang revealed the hardship of the lives of those who initially created the songs. A perfect example of that is the song Hound Dog, in which the singer laments the hardships being visited upon a region that has been crippled by a drought. My well's gone They stop fighting last Saturday. I'm looking for the moon. Lift up your long head, bear the moon. 
In the very early 60s, Odetta began to do select work in film and on television. She also appeared across the country in increasingly important venues, including Carnegie Hall. She also became a very important export to Europe and Asia. From her 1967 album called Odetta in Japan, here's another work song called No More Cain on the Brazos. Should have been here mentioned Odetta's influence on Bob Dylan. It was upon hearing her record, Odetta Sings Ballads and Blues, that he went out and bought himself a guitar. The rest, of course, is history. Odetta also paid tribute to Dylan when, in 1965, she recorded an entire album of his songs for RCA Victor Records. Here's a portion of her powerful version of Dylan's song, Masters of War. How much do I know To talk out of turn You might say that I'm young You might say I'm unlearned But there's one thing I know Though I'm younger than you Even Jesus would never what you do Let me ask you one question Is your money that good? Will it buy you forgiveness? Do you think that it could? I think you'll find 
when your death takes its toll. All the money you made will never buy back your soul. Well, that's the worst fear. That can never be heard. Let it not be said that Odetta did not have a sense of humor, however. Her repertoire included folk songs that had a very humorous slant, and you hear her magnificent acting abilities in a song such as The Fox. This is a live version, again, from the Odetta in Japan release from 1967. The fox went out one chilly night. He prayed for the moon to give him light For he'd many a mile to go that night Before he reached the town, town, town Many a mile to go that night Before he reached the town Well, he ran till he came to a great big bin The ducks and the geese were there put in He said, a couple of you gonna grease my chin Before I leave this town, oh, town, oh, a town, oh a couple of you gonna grease my chin before I leave this town. Well, he grabbed a gray goose by the neck. He slung a duck across his back. He didn't mind the quack, quack, quack. Legs all dangling down, oh, down, oh, down, oh. He didn't mind the quack, quack, quack. Legs all dangling down. Then old mother flipper flopper jumped out of bed. She ran to the window and she put out her head. She cried, John, John, the gray goose is gone. The fox is on the town, oh, town, oh, a town. Uh, John, John, the gray goose is gone. The fox is on the town, oh. Well, John, he ran to the top of the hill. He blowed his horn both loud and shrill. The fox, he said, I better flee with a kill. He'll soon be on my trail, oh, trail, oh, a trail, oh. The fox, he said, I better flee with a kill. He'll soon be on my trail, oh. Well, he ran till he came to his cozy den. There were his little ones, eight, nine, ten. They said, Dad, you better go back again, cause it must be a mighty fine town, no, town, no, town, no. They said, Dad, you better go back again, cause it must be a mighty fine town. Well, the fox and his wife, without any strife, I cut up the goose with a fork and knife. They never had such a supper in their lives, and the little ones chewed on the bones, oh, bones, oh, a bones, oh. They never had such a supper in their life, and the little ones chewed on the bones, oh. Those who are longtime listeners to the podcast will remember that twice I have featured Paul Robeson in the fascinating hybrid piece of Americana called Ballad for Americans, with lyrics by John Latouche and music by Earl Robinson. Odetta herself recorded this piece in 1960. I like her version more than any of the other recordings or performances of this piece that I have heard. She has a much more natural and less stilted presentation than either Paul Robeson or Brock Peters, who also recorded the piece. She was somewhat intimidated about recording with a full chorus and orchestra, but it's a marvelous performance, but far too long to excerpt here. 
From that same album, she sings Woody Guthrie's This Land is Your Land, and it's worth noting that instead of saying this land was made for you and me, an expression which she found presumptuous and offensive, she sings instead this land belongs to you and me. This land is your land, this land is my land, from California to the New York Island. From the redwood forest to Gulf Stream of waters, this land belongs to you and me. I roamed and I rambled, I followed my footsteps across the golden sands of your diamond deserts, and all around me a voice kept singing. It said, This land belongs to you and me. This land is your land, and it's my land From California to the New York Island From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream of Water I said, this land belongs to you and me This land is your land, and it's my land From California to the New York Island from the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land belongs to you and me. Sometimes Odetta would simply sing beautiful folk songs without any particular political content. Here's one example of that. She moved through the fair from her 1964 recording One Grain of Sand. Turn away from me And he moved through the fair And fondly I watched him move here and move there And then he turned homeward with one star away One in the evening moves over the lake. Last night he came to me, my young love came in. So softly he came that his feet made no dent And he laid his hand on me and this he did say It will not be long Odetta was beloved in Japan. 
on her Odetta in Japan release, she actually sings a number of songs in Japanese, including the folk favorite Sakura. Sakura, Sakura, Music of Odetta was enormously important to the burgeoning civil rights movement. She also would, on occasion, sing anti-war songs. From her 1964 release, Odetta Sings Folk Songs, This is the War Protest Song, Anthem of the Rainbow, written by Forrest Tolis and Robert Cosby Jr. If all the grasses are yellow And what color are the tears That are shed for all the young fellows In the armies along the frontier If all the grasses are purple And what color is the sky Under which young men are marching Though none know the reason why Or what does it matter If October leaves a brown If you love since last September Has been sleeping neath the ground If all the grasses are yellow Then what color that are shed for all the young fellows in the armies along the frontier. Ooh. Ooh. 
As I mentioned, Odetta's music became a cornerstone of the civil rights movement. Odetta would occasionally participate in marches and demonstrations when specifically requested to do so by figures such as Martin Luther King or Harry Belafonte. For the most part, however, she lent her voice rather than her body to the movement. I mentioned that some of her music has a gospel tinge to it. Here's a perfect example of that from her Live at Carnegie Hall record released on Vanguard Records. This was recorded live at Carnegie on the 8th of April, 1960. In this song, Ain't No Grave Can Hold My Body Down, Odetta is backed by the choir of the Church of the Master, and also, as so often during her years of greatest acclaim, her guitar playing is bolstered by the string bass of Bill Lee, whose son Spike you may have heard of before. When Jesus oh, hanging on a cross, well, it made Paul Mary more. Then he looked down on his disciples and taken my mother home. Ain't that a pity, dark shit? Odetta's on the Vanguard label in 1962. This was called Odetta at Town Hall. Here is a wrenching version of the song Another Man Done Gone, accompanied only by Odetta's hand claps. I didn't know his name 
Already in the late 50s, Odetta had begun performing a medley of three spirituals, which became known as the Freedom Trilogy. According to her biographer, Ian Zack, Odetta's Freedom Trilogy, quote, would become perhaps the most important soundtrack of the civil rights movement, aside from We Shall Overcome. To round off this discussion of Odetta's importance in the civil rights movement, I want to offer you the second and third of those songs from the trilogy. Come and go with me, and I'm on my way. This is a live recording from Town Hall, released in 1962, again with Bill Lee on the bass. Only come and go that land come go with me to that land go with me to that land where I'm bound come go with me to that land go with me to that land go with me to Odetta 
was very much influenced by Lead Belly and other blues singers and incorporated many of these songs into her repertoire. Some of her critics were less than taken with her singing of the blues. They felt that she was far too refined, that her training as a classical singer was an impediment to her cutting through to the depth and harshness of these songs. I very much like Odetta's voice in this repertoire. I have a couple examples for you. First is from her album Odetta and the Blues, which was released in 1962. This is the song Nobody Knows You When You're Down and Out. Once I live a life of a millionaire Spending all my money and I didn't care Took my friends out, we had a good time Buying good old whiskey, champagne and wine Then I began to fall so low Didn't have a friend and no place to go Ever get my hands on a dollar again I'm gonna hold on to it till that eager That same year, almost concurrently with the recording of that album, and with almost the same backing forces, Odetta made her debut for RCA Records with an album called I Just Can't Keep From Crying." This is an excerpt from the title song. My mother, she's in glory, thank God I'm on my way. My father, he's gone too, and my sister, she could not stay. And I'm trusting him every day. I may not have to bear my burden away. But I just can't keep from crying sometimes. No, I just can't keep from crying sometimes. And my heart filled with sorrow. And my eyes filled with tears. Lord, I just can't keep from crying sometimes. She first left me I'd wait for a little while Soon it would be over And I'd journey on with a smile But the thoughts as I get older I think about what I told her And I just can't keep from crying Sometimes No, I just can't keep from crying Sometimes With my
And just to prove that Odetta could absolutely let her hair down when the song demanded it, here's an example from the Odetta and the Blues record called Hogan's Alley. This is another song that she would perform over the course of her entire career in many different guises and arrangements. Down in Hogan's Alley living Miss Nancy and Hussin and a-fightin' with a man Well, I thought I heard Miss Nancy say Why do you treat your girl that way When walking down the alley of the night Nancy and a man had just had a fight Well, he beat Miss Nancy across the head mentioned Odetta letting her hair down. Actually, Odetta's hair was another way in which she exerted an enormous cultural influence in American society at the time. She was one of the very first black women before the general, i.e. white, American public to not straighten her hair, but to wear it au naturel. Initially, she wore her hair in a very close crop, but eventually she grew it out to a full afro. But as the 60s wore on and the folk music movement lost steam and rock and roll increasingly took over the pop music scene, Odetta found herself without a record contract and losing her audience, particularly in the United States. I'm going to play you examples from two one-off records that she made, one for Verve Folkways Records in 1967 and the other for Polydor in 1970. You hear her experimenting with some, for her, new musical styles, and to my ear, doing it very effectively. In general, the Verve album is more jazzy in many of the numbers, and the Polydor album has more of a soul emphasis. From the 1970 Polydor release, Odetta Sings. Here's another self-penned number by Odetta. It's called Moving It On, and it's pure soul, but with a message.
from the Verve album from several years earlier, here's Odetta's cover of John Lennon's Strawberry Fields Forever. The liner notes to the album refer to her approach as being a lullaby. I think it's a beautiful performance. Here's a portion of that recording. Let me take you down cause I'm going soon Strawberry Fields Nothing is real And nothing to get hung about Strawberry feels forever Living is easy with eyes closed Misunderstanding all you see It's getting hard to be someone But it all works out It doesn't matter much to me Let me take you down Cause I'm going to see Strawberry fields Nothing is real And nothing to get hung about Strawberry fields forever let me take you down Cause I'm going soon Nothing is real And nothing to get hung about Strawberry feels forever Strawberry feels forever Strawberry feels forever On the 1970 release, Odetta really moved into mainstream pop, and I think she did it enormously successfully. But alas, it didn't really lead anywhere. Here's an example from that record. This is my favorite cut on there, I think. It's Randy Newman's song, Mama Told Me Not To Come. Will you have whiskey with your water? sugar with your tea? What are these crazy questions you asking me? Oh, this is the wildest party I ever did see. Don't turn on the lights, cause I don't want to see. My mama told me not to come. I'm 
I mentioned that the 1967 Verve Folkways album contains some songs that are just pure jazz. Here is a really fascinating example of that. It's the song Love Songs of the Nile by Arthur Freed and Nacho Herb Brown. It was originally penned for the 1933 Ramon Navarro film The Barbarian. unsuccessful attempts to resuscitate her career, Odetta found herself entering the 1970s without a recording contract and with severely diminished resources. She became more and more bitter about her lot in life and, sadly, turned increasingly to drink, which became a serious problem. She also began to exhibit more quote-unquote diva behavior when she would appear, no matter what, the venue. By this point, she was turning more and more to foreign venues, small European clubs, and the like. There's a live recording from 1976 of Odetta performing in a Stockholm club called The Best of Harlem. The performance of Hit or Miss with which we began today's episode actually came from that performance in Stockholm. It's a fascinating document. You hear how her sense of communication and style are merely deepening, but you also start to hear a few, shall we say, peculiarities that to me do not detract from my enjoyment, but knowing a little bit about her biography, it does also make me a trifle sad. There is a standout performance on the LP issue of that concert, however. It's the song It's Impossible, which years earlier had been a big hit for Perry Como and had been covered by pretty much every singer under the sun. It's Impossible was originally written by the Mexican composer Armando Manzanero, who died this past December 28th at the age of 85. Yet another of the artists that I have been highlighting who have recently died. Odetta herself introduces this number. I was uh, visiting the world-famous Jack Jordan, and uh, we were talking about Miss Josephine Baker, and he put on a record. It was her last performance in New York in 1973, Carnegie Hall. 
And on the record, she has uh, an ever, ever, evergreen song that it's called It's Impossible. And uh, several days later, Jack said, I had a dream, and you should sing It's Impossible. So I took down the words, and we're going to, uh, to sing It's Impossible. This is to my love. It's impossible To ask the sun to leave the sky It's just impossible It's impossible To ask a baby not to cry It's just impossible Can I hold you closer to me and not feel you going through me? Split the seconds that I never think of you. Oh, how impossible! Can the ocean keep from running to the shore? It's just impossible. If I had you, could I? sell my very soul and not regret it for to live without your love is just impossible it's impossible it's impossible Just impossible. You may have noticed that in introduction to that number, Odetta referenced Josephine Baker. I just want to mention to my listeners that Josephine Baker will be one of the featured artists next week the second of my Queer Pride episodes, which will feature lesbian and bisexual singers of color, focusing specifically, but not exclusively, on Harlem blues singers. And by the way, if you like the podcast and if you'd like to support it on Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash countermelody, where for your monthly contribution of $2 on up, you can gain access to all of the bonus material that I have posted. 
It's been a few weeks since I've done a bonus episode. I'm hoping, perhaps, to bring you another one next week. But in the meantime, there are 19 posted there for you to enjoy. Many thanks for your support, and now... Back to the program. As Odetta's personal and financial struggles increased in the late 1990s, help came her way from an unexpected source. A blues musician named Mark Carpentieri had begun a small record label called MC Records, which featured comeback recordings from a number of blues singers. He was looking to expand his roster of artists, and in a quote-unquote chance encounter, He met Odetta at a performance in upstate New York where she was appearing and invited her to join his roster of legendary artists, though, as was her wont, she was initially suspicious and hesitant. Eventually, she agreed, and this was the beginning of a joyous career resurgence in the last years of her life. Though Odetta was experiencing increasing health difficulties, she and the musicians that Carpentieri had assembled pulled together a pretty fabulous recording called Blues Everywhere I Go. From that recording, released in 1999, here is the song Homeless Blues. Mississippi River, now what a fix you left me in. River, what a fix you left me in. All those old backwaters rising clear up to my chin. My mama, my papa drowned it in the Mississippi. My mama, my papa drowned. You're to blame A Mississippi River I can't stand To hear your name When it rained For days And the skies Turned black at night When it rained For days And the skies Turned black as night In the lowlands that very night Then they rode a little boat About five miles across the pond Rode a little boat About five miles across the pond I packed all of my clothes through me They took me along Homeless Yes, I'm homeless I might as well be dead Oh, yes, I'm hungry and I'm hungry And I might as well be dead I'm hungry and disgusted No place to lay my head Then I went 
and stood up on so high mountain hill. Then I went and stood up on so high and lonesome hill. Then I looked down on my house, on the place where I used to live. I was an eco, oh, but I'm a plain black crow. Wish I was an eagle, but I'm a plain black crow. I would flap my wings and leave you, never see you no more. Just before the album's release, Odetta was finally recognized by the White House when she was given a National Medal of the Arts and Humanities by President Bill Clinton. She had, uh, let's say, mixed feelings about actions that Clinton had taken in office, and yet was thrilled to be so recognized. Right around that same time, Odetta suffered a broken hip, which for a person in precarious health already and in advancing years can sometimes signal a precipitous decline. But she was determined to ride the wave of her career resurgence, and by some miracle, she did exactly that, often performing from a wheelchair. Odetta's second of three releases for MC Records was a 2001 tribute to Lead Belly, that great blues artist who had so influenced her in the early days of her career. From that album, here is a hearty rendition of the song Rock Island Line. A, B, C, W, X, Y, Z The cat's in the cupboard, but he don't see me Oh, Rock Island Line He's a mighty good road Oh, the Rock Island Line Is a road to ride The Rock Island Line Is a mighty good road And if you wanna ride it Gotta ride it like you find it Get your ticket at the station On the Rock Island Line Oh, the Rock Island Line Is a mighty good road The Rock Island Line is a road to ride the rock island is a mighty good road and if you want to ride it gotta ride it like you find it get your ticket at the station on the rock island because the final selections that I'm going to play for you are from the very end of Odetta's life. I want to offer you the first song from the Freedom Trilogy in a performance from her absolute prime, 1956. Here is O Freedom. Go home to my Lord and 
January 2007, while on tour, Odetta collapsed and was diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis. Against doctor's orders, she continued to perform around the world in the last two years of her life. A key new piece to her repertoire was the song Something Inside So Strong by the gay British African singer-songwriter Labi Sifre. The song was originally an anthem in support of the South African people in their struggle against apartheid. And yet, when Odetta sings it, one hears not just the struggles of an entire race of people, but also her very personal struggles and her will and determination to continue to make music even in the shadow of imminent death. On the 29th of June, 2008, she performed the song on a program with the Irish folk singer Liam Clancy, who himself was suffering from lung disease and would die just a year after Odetta. In this, one of Odetta's last performances, she is full of life and spirit and spunk and anger and joy and all of the things that made her such a vital artist. Most people did not know that there was a respirator for her backstage whenever she would do these performances in the very last year of her life. You hear that, in fact, the coughing overpowers her, and she's barely able to reach the end of the song. And yet, as the song itself says, inside her, there was something so strong. The great Odetta is going to give us one last song. Before she gets too drunk and rowdy to be able to sing. <laughs> Stay where you are, love. It's great. Okay. When they insist we're just not good enough Oh, well, you know how they do what they say Oh, we know better We look them in the eyes and say Gotta do it anyway Gotta do it anyway Gotta do it anyway I go to do it anyway Something inside so strong I know that we can make it They're doing us a wrong, wrong <coughs> My pride was gone Something inside so strong Something inside so 
Odetta died in the early evening on December 2nd, 2008. She lived long enough to have seen the election of Barack Obama, but not long enough to have sung at his inauguration, as she had been invited to do. My friends, thank you for joining me today. It has been my honor, and I use that term very seriously, to bring you the life and work of this great singer. After the September 11th attacks, the U.S. was in a state of shock, mourning, rage, and stasis. I remember this feeling of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Gradually, life resumed, at least to some extent. Public figures were trying to discover a way to bring the nation together and to move forward. Though I am no fan of this person, Dave Letterman was one such figure, and for his first show after the September 11th attacks, he invited Odetta to be his musical guest. She performed several songs, including her signature tune, This Little Light of Mine, accompanied by the Harlem Boys Choir. I have to say, it's very hard for me to even hear this recording without becoming enormously verklempt. How unusual for me. It's that mournful, melismatic moan on that last iteration of the word shine, followed by her interjection, that's our chillin' that just about wipes me out. It's a little light of mine. Daniel Gondlach.